0: Cape Talk. The Fringe. Only on late nights. You are listening to Late Nights on Cape Talk with me, Sarah-Jane King. Now, my next guests are a local husband and wife duo who for nearly 20 years have been working as hypnotherapists, helping people overcome a range of issues, including phobias, drug addiction, compulsive eating and smoking. Elsie and Chris Britz run the Hypnosis Centre in Durbanville, where they also carry out past life or regression therapy. And I'm delighted to say that they join us on the line this morning. So you say that you are able to help People with a range of ailments, but the, what I'm most interested in is the work that you do with people uh, who are dealing with uh, with alcohol addiction and substance misuse. Uh, Elsie, talk about how hypnotherapy lends itself well to treating people dealing with those issues.
1: All right, the thing is, it's hypnosis is an easy way to help people to improve their lifestyle because hypnosis helps them to release that emotional blocks in their life and, and uh, subconsciously. Um, the subconscious gets activated so they can go without any um, bad habits like the addiction and to improve their lifestyle so that they can get back into the reality again and carry on with their life. But some people do fall in that bracket, and that is where hypnosis comes in. Hypnosis is there to help them be open-minded and believe in themselves and boost their confidence so that they can believe in what
0: they do. So talk about the type of, uh, on, on a very practical level, if somebody comes to you and says, well, listen, I've been, I've been struggling with um, a certain addiction for, for a number of years, what's the first thing that you need to know about them?
1: Well, I need to know what the actual behavior pattern is and the routine of the use of the substance or what they are struggling with, whatever the habit is, and then a person go according to that and work on that individual's
0: needs. And what w- what would that look like? What would a treatment process look like when it comes to addiction, Chris?
2: Look for, let's say, take smoking, addiction, smoking, addiction. All you need to do is to come in for a session. It takes you between 30 and 40 minutes and you finish. You finish smoking. If you do need another session and next seven days, we do normally do a free follow up. But after the first session, you finish with smoking.
0: Okay, so that's smoking. But let's let's talk about something that perhaps one might consider uh, a, a more serious. Let's talk about a, a serious drug addiction. Are you saying okay, that this?
2: Mm. Yeah, sorry about it. Now. Yeah, let's talk about tick addiction. If if somebody normally comes in with a tick addiction, what we normally do is we take their craving away for the tick. for tuck, and after that we build up their confidence. It normally takes about three to four to six weeks for a person. He comes in every week. And we say we'll build up his confidence to stay free from drugs. That's how it does
0: What's your success rate?
2: We've got on, on, on uh, normally we've got about a 90% success rate on everything that we're doing. We've got a 96% success rate on smoking and drugs. Look, drugs is, it's, it's a long term thing. It takes six weeks and it, we get, we got uh, clients that follow up in every month or every two months after that. At the moment, you've applying to state that's free for 10 years and more
0: from sick. Because, and the reason that I ask is as a recovering addict myself, if somebody had said to me, all you need to do is go and get hypnotized uh, and you'll stop using drugs, I would have jumped at it. But actually, the process of recovery from drug addiction for me has been a very long one uh, that has involved a great deal of conscious work on my part.
2: Yeah, it's not something that happens from one side. I totally agree with you. That's unfortunate something that uh, if you do not want to get help, you'll never get help. If you do not want to help, there's no way that we can help you. But I mean, it's it's from two sides. We can help only a person who needs help and who wants help. We are getting a lot of people that's coming in. If your mother or father force you to come in here, there's no way that we can help you. But if you come in on your own, it's actually quite easy.
1: If I might add to that, if you are interested in being hypnotized, it is important to approach the experience with an open mind. People's view about the hypnosis is normally that somebody will control them, but they in control. And you cannot be hypnotized against your will. So we can only hypnotize you for what you actually desire to address. And that is how you will see the results. Despite any other stories or people have been, um, heard about hypnosis, that they're not in control. It's all about that you are willingly to be hypnotized voluntarily to be open-minded, to receive the suggestions to change your lifestyle.
0: So with the success that, that you claim that you're having presumably you could go into the hundreds of treatment centers that there are across the western cape and do some pretty fantastic work because we know that the the, the, the there is a drug pandemic here um it's it it, it it sounds great and i'm not I, I i guess i'm cynical because of my experience that but i'm not knowledgeable from the point of view of where you are coming from so if 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 we're talking about having having a session what what is it that, that, what is it that you are doing while somebody is hypnotized? What seed are you planting or, or how does it work that, that enables them to change their mind frame around wanting to use and then the underlying causes of addiction? That's what I'm interested in.
1: Most most of the time when people do approach us and when they uh, get to our office, is that possible, uh, positive images and aspirations have been totally scattered. So they are already hesitating in himself whether they will be able to do it or not. And due to the fact that people don't have the knowledge about hypnosis, people are terrified of it. So first of all, and like a lot of people think that you will, you know, know all these secrets and things like that and control them. And that is where when you approach a person who's got a drug addiction problem, you have to advise them that what the consequences is that what is going to happen in his life is he's not going to change his lifestyle according to the health section in his life, what he's experienced now, what the drugs are doing to him. And then you need to actually help that person to start seeing the light where you can actually help him to improve his life so that he can believe in himself, that he do not has no need to rely on drugs to be able to succeed in life. And that is where the hypnosis comes in. It's a much shorter period of time to cure a certain problem, because you have to, it's immediately effective once you've done the session. So you need to focus on that person, on the symptoms where the craving is, the withdrawal, and that he's not going to substitute it for any other drugs. But at the same time, to boost the emotional side, that is where the psychology side comes in, where you need to feel good about yourself and positive so that you can achieve your goals. Anything in life is a mindset, and whatever treatment you are going to make use of, if you're not open to receive treatment, you're not going to get cure. If you're going to fight it and you're not going to work with that person or whatever treatment you are doing, you're not going to see the end results. So it's all about that that person that feels comfortable and in control and that they believe they can be able to do it
0: presumably the pers- but before you work with somebody who, uh, with with addiction you have to make sure that when they come to see you to be hypnotized they are not under the influence of drugs or do you yes
1: yes so you cannot work with people if they can't focus because hypnosis is all about that concentration that they need to follow the instructions so mainly if it is in the person who's using heroin, we normally will let them first go and withdraw. Either they use the Suboxone or SuperTex where they go through the withdrawal symptoms. But like with crystal meth, um, if you are using it and you go um, try to withdraw out of it, you feel very sleepy and tired. And that is where the hypnosis comes in again where you boost the person's confidence, where it gives you the motivation and determination to succeed where you actually get that little bit of, if I can say, energised about it, that you feel excited about changing the lifestyle.
0: Talk to me about some of the the other work that you do um, when it comes to um, family therapy or or couples therapy. How does that work with hypnotherapy?
1: Again, with the hypnotherapy, we do the sessions individually. When we consult with couples or with family members, it will be as a a session together where we will consult them. But when it comes to the session, we do individual sessions like with the weight loss, the the, um, depression, stress, the confidence, um, phobies and trauma things um, where we work with individual persons. Because it's also very seldom that we will let people sit in unless the person is uncomfortable and to be them, you know, to get them at ease so they feel more comfortable during the session. We will um, guide them through the session and some of the family members or spouses will sit in. But 90% of the sessions, the people's got trust in us. and feel comfortable. They're at ease because you have your consultation before you do a session. And once we do the session, they feel so relaxed and they're actually looking forward to doing a next session.
0: Chris, is everyone able to be hypnotized?
2: No, not everybody has been able to hypnotise. Now, you get people that you cannot hypnotise.
0: What? Why not? People, What's yeah, we... wrong with them?
2: Look, sometimes it's a concentration somewhere that you know, people is very thin. So what happens is normally we do a small test the moment they came in and, you know, we can tell you if you can be hypnotized or not being hypnotized. I mean, it's no use pretending you put somebody under hypnosis and if you cannot hypnotize them.
0: So what would you... Will not
2: get a, you will not get your end result.
0: How quickly can you tell? I mean, is it, do, do you have to start going through the process or is it, you can you can tell sort of as soon as you start having a face-to-face conversation with somebody?
2: No, no, normally you cannot tell, but what you do is you do a a test with the person yourself by a relaxing test and imagination test and then after that you can tell a person you can be hypnotized or not. Wow. So you cannot, you cannot look into somebody's eyes and then tell, yeah, you can be hypnotized, you cannot, it's just impossible. You have to do a small test.
0: Okay, okay. I'm also fascinated in the, uh, past life or regression work that you do. Is that hmm. does that fall under the the same umbrella as hypnotherapy, or is that a separate uh, a separate uh, area of uh, of it, hypnotism? It it's
2: exactly the same thing. Hypnosis is hypnosis. Whether you do it for drugs or smoking or whatever, for for past life regression, it's it's just a bit. of... You put a person deeper. It's take it's a longer session, but it's exactly the same thing.
0: And what? I mean, what, does everyone have a past life, and, and who's to say that it's not just the figment of somebody's imagination? Is is there any evidence to suggest that actually what we reveal during a past life regression is is true, is Listen, genuine?
2: Look, like I, I cannot, I, I, I'm not busy. I cannot tell you it's true, it's not true. But I've seen things, I've like heard things that comes out that yeah, you might be true, might not be true. But uh, I cannot, uh, I would not say comment you on saying yeah, that's true. But I just cannot. I don't know if it's true or not true, but we do it. I mean, if a person wants to come in for past life regression, I will do it for him and see what comes out.
0: But are you, uh, but does that mean that you are somebody who believes in past lives or you, or you don't?
2: I don't really believe in a past life. I don't believe it. But I mean, it's not my point and my point of view. I mean, people, whoever believes in whatever they want to believe in.
0: That sounds extraordinary to me, Chris, (laughs) that you, you don't necessarily believe it, but you're willing to, you're willing to I'm a, you must
2: understand one thing hypnosis I'm just a tool it's a tool that I'm helping person I mean it's not something magical or something like that it's just a hypnosis is just a tool to help somebody doing something or get something right that's all
0: but, but presumably from, from the point of view of when we're, when we're talking about addiction and, and, and smoking and weight loss, uh, then there is a, 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 presumably a science to what you're doing in terms of the state of consciousness that you put somebody in, um, that is affecting them and that, that applies to their real present, very definitely, um, Existing life. But when you're talking about past lives, that's, that is a, a massive area of debate. So I'm just curious, sister, your, your involvement in a practice that you don't necessarily believe in yourself. So what, what do you think the people are saying when they come out or when they're, they're talking and saying, oh yes, I, you know, I worked in a Victorian washroom. Do you just think, well, you're talking a load of old nonsense?
2: No, I don't believe they're talking nonsense. If they believe it, they believe it. I mean if you believe in, in doing something it's it's your choice. I mean if you believe so I don't have to necessarily sit and think you're lying or you, it's not it's not happening. I mean everybody can get their own point of view.
0: Yeah. So you too- come in
2: for a past life regression. I'm doing it for them, and whatever comes out of it uh, is their choice. Is what they believe in.
0: Why do people do it, Elsa? What is it that people are looking for when they when they go in for a, a past life regression? The, how the how, is- can, how can it how can it help you um, in your conscious everyday state? Dennis, we
1: are that is where I disagree. That. You can only get clarity when you do a past life regression session. And there's always the reasonable doubt. It can be a fiction that people can cause in their mind, and it can be that something that they have experienced. But the, um, most of the regression sessions, what we do get people to come for um, is the desire where they want people uh, and you to do a session where they need to find something or um, a traumaful thing happened, and I want to get clarity about it. But that is why we always advise people, when you do come for a regression session, you can't change yesterday. And when you do a regression session, it can be very emotional or traumaful. And when you open your eyes after a session like that, you need to deal with all those emotions. If you know you've got trust issues in your life, in a relationship, for example, you can address now and tomorrow with your mindset. You can find out in get clarity about, yes, certain incidents happen and that's why you've got a trust issue, but you cannot change it. But due to the fact that each individual reacts different to different feelings and emotions, it can be very traumatized and it can put somebody back in their life and then you can struggle with more complicated issues in your life. So there's always a reasonable doubt it can be very effective or it cannot be effective. And in our um, practice, we try to people to convince them to be more positive about their life. And we want them to walk away after the session to be positive and have a positive experience. That is why when people insist to do a regression session, we always tell them the consequences, that it can be very emotional, very traumatized as well. Then we need to work with you on the actual emotional level when you step into our office and get you... Back where you were. To move forward, mm. because mm. again, anything that happens in the past and it's very uncomfortable for each individual can be very traumatised or traumafouled on
0: their life. So where does one go from there? And I, and I, to- I totally understand that, uh, Elsa. And, and thanks for explaining yes. that. It's, so so once you've once you've done a past life regression, as, as you say, there, there can be things that come up um, that, that can be traumatic. Where does one then start the healing process from there? Is it necessary uh, to just have one session of past life regression uh, or do you need a number of them or, or how does it work going forward once you've had the initial session? Well,
1: what we normally do, how we address the past life regression session, if it's very traumaful during this session, the person becomes emotional, we stop the session because we don't want people to be too emotional so that you can work with them and do the therapy on it. If it's necessary, to address instantly on the emotional side to uplift the self-esteem again that that person feels more positive to go back to the office or the activities then you do that session immediately after that and then we reschedule again if it's necessary to do the past life again to take it further. It's on the client's um, desire if they want to do it or if how they approach you if they are satisfied with the results what they've experienced but after you've done a session and it's very traumaful you need to turn it around that that person can walk out positive positive. Because it can have consequences where that a person can feel very depressed, and it's not going to help them at all. Hmm,
0: okay. What What sort of qualifications does one need to be a, a hypnotherapist? And is there a difference between a hypnotherapist and a hypnotist?
2: Okay. Let me tell you that okay, I'm just sorry about that. A hypnotist and a hypnotherapist is exactly the same thing. Okay. A hypnotist is a person, a the hypnotherapy is the sort of treatment you give them.
0: It's the practice okay? That's, I get it,
2: that's, but it's exactly the same thing.
0: So if and it's
2: Oh, if at some
0: if at some point Chris, you you guys decided, no, let's let's forget all this addiction nonsense. We want to set up our own road show and go and make people run around like chickens. You could do that. That would be. I'm not saying. I'm not suggesting for a moment you should, but you could, you could do that if you wanted to. It's a, you've you've got all the skills and vice versa, which is slightly worrying.
2: <laughs> yeah, listen, we're doing the stage shows too, the fun shows. Okay, uh, I'm doing fun the fun shows too. A few years ago, we did a fun show for the. Television, so yeah, we can do that. Not a problem. So if you need, actually actually need to run around, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> I I don't know that I'm one of those people that could ever be hypnotised. <laughs> I think I've got far too much uh, will and fear. Uh, so, Everybody the, says that. <laughs> then, but then uh, on the flip side, though, that would suggest that um, uh, that can, people that you see doing hypnot, uh, hypnotism for entertainment would also could also be working as hypnotherapists and doing some quite deep work.
2: No, why? There's different. There's different stages of hypnotic hypnosis. There's a light stage, a medium stage, and a deep stage. There's now nice names for that, but I'm not going. to stick to the light, medium, and deep stage. For for a stage, of we for therapy. If hypnosis therapy, you need a medium stage where,
0: where. I'm, do you I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the the actual hypnosis itself. I'm talking about the person practicing it. I, I mean, we might go and watch a show that's being done by somebody who is making people run around like chickens. But in in their day job, they might be curing people of of their addictions and smoking. That I guess that was the point I was trying to make. If it's the same, if the skills and qualifications that are required are the same, one chooses one path and another chooses another
2: yeah you're right yeah okay. but, but no they can yeah it's true one over, but yeah, yeah no I totally do disagree with you it's not everybody can do hypnosis though. it's a sort of a trust between persons so you cannot just walk into somebody's office or whoever does therapy, and you're going to trust them immediately to do something for you okay
1: I prefer always if I may say that you know people normally sneak for hypnotists and only question mark what I do have about certain people who practice as a hypnotist um, like you said, uh, like knowing your day job, I, if it's your day job, you have to be a hypnotist. You won't go to a dentist if he's a part-time painter in the evening. And a lot of people and our clients will phone us and ask us, are we qualified hypnotists? And that is, this is what we do. That is our occupation and that is what we do as well, our... Elsie, that was my question.
0: My question yes. was, is there a difference between yes. a, hypnotist and a hypnotist that would pre- perform, uh, be an entertainer, and a hypnotist yes. that would do hypnotherapy? And Chris said no.
1: Yes, no. What you can do is, a hypnotist and a hypnotherapist is exactly the same thing. A hypnotist is just a, a word for entertainment where you can do these fun shows. Like, for instance, we've got our practice where we do the hypnotherapy, and then we are um, we, as registered as a hypnotist, and people address us as a hypnotist. But when you come, it's the same like you get a doctor and your specialist or a surgeon, whatever they are in their certain practice, and they practice in a certain field and specialize. Now, a hypnotist is a, a specialized on entertainment. But you got your hypnotherapist, which is specialised in therapy. But you can be a hypnotist where you can do fun shows and you can have a practice.
0: Okay, that but was I my question.
1: I don't believe, I don't believe, and I don't agree with people who do hypnosis part time with people and they've got a different day job okay, in a career. Yeah, yeah, that is where I've got, and a lot of people will sneak some other internet course and they think they qualified as a hypnotist. And there I see danger because we've received or actually um, um, had people in the past who attended uh, sessions with people who advertise them as hypnotists and then they are a different day job during the day and they do evening sessions. That, I've got a huge question of, because I think that is dangerous. You don't let somebody mess around with
0: your mind Yeah, what if they're not think, qualified. What do you think the dangers could be? Um, I mean, for, for me, and I, I guess this is why I have a fear about being hypnotized, whilst yes. you're under... Instance,
1: you... I can give you a good example. Mm. I had a lady who came in there one evening to come for a stop-smoking session been to a hypnotist who did a regression session to find out why did she start smoking she was so emotional so terrified sure. and to that she came to me was one of her cousins came to me and referred her to me because after that traumable session what she experienced she still carry on smoking mm. but she was suffering from anxiety so what I had to do is to address the anxiety wow. and then I had to address the smoking so that is where I've got a huge concern about certain things like that. If people are not qualified enough to do them, be a hypnotist.
0: Just finally then, Elsie, in terms of what people should be asking, if if people are listening in now, and we'll get your details in a second, but if people are considering going to a hypnotherapist for hypnotherapy, what are the questions that they need to be asking? Um, I think uh, they need to ask whether
1: they are qualified uh, and a registered hypnotist. Um, it's like we are a registered hypnotist as with the um, Hypnosis Academy in Johannesburg and then you've got a Hypnosis Institute here in Cape Town as well. But I think anybody who's a qualified hypnotist and they've got a registered practice where you can actually go to and you see they exist, then by all means. I think you go there and you feel comfortable, then it's fine. But if it's somebody who just advertises and I'm not also fond of people traveling to the the people's private homes hmm. due to the fact is that you can't concentrate 100% when you're in your own environment because any distractions, a doorbell will ring, then you'll be distracted. When you've got a problem, a medical condition, you will go to a doctor's room or hospital. It's very seldom the doctor will do the house call Mm. unless you're in a condition. And it's exactly the same when you need to do a um, hypnotherapy for whatever it is. If it's just spontaneously to get rid of the habit of smoking or any addiction, you have to go and consult that individual privately in a professional manner, and then you do it professionally. It's not, uh, you can't. sorry for the expression, a fly-by-night or Mickey Mouse business. Mm-hmm. And that is where people don't take it very seriously. When people sometimes, when they walk into my practice, they will tell me, put me very deep under. And that is what they compare to what they've seen on the fun and entertainment shows. But when it comes to the therapist side... You have to realize people need alternative treatments and that is how they discover hypnosis because when they walk into our practice, they've tried many types of therapies and programs, whatever, to achieve their goals. But when they, they're desperate when they come to hypnosis, and I want to say 90% of the people, when they approach me, they would say, I'm very nervous about this. I'm not actually very comfortable, but I'm desperate I heard this works. somebody referred me to you. Mm. And then they will be comfortable once you express to them or explain to them exactly how it works and what to do.
0: It's been fascinating speaking to you both and I really appreciate your time. Chris, if I could just end with you, uh, would you give your details if people would like to get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, they're more than welcome to phone us on our tele- cell, on our telephone number at our office. It's 021-975-3620. Or again, they can go onto our website. Hypnosis Centre at polka.co.za send us a send us a mail. The website is actually www.hypnotist.co.za.
0: Wonderful stuff. But once again, thanks so much for joining us. Thank and you very, very much for the opportunity.
1: Us.